Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast with me, your favorite homegirl, Tracy Cass. Today on the show, I have Lisa Cooley-Thomas, an educator, coach, mentor, best-selling author, and she considers herself a beacon of God's light. After discovering her own light, she was inspired to coach others through their own transformational change. She has also received her degree from the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, and she is a, has a graduate degree from Texas Wesleyan University. She also received her coaching certification from John Maxwell Company. She is a co-author for the best-selling devotional, Promise Devotional. Lisa has recently released her book, The Black Girl Magic Handbook, and her hope is that women and girls use her book as a tool to feel empowered and inspired. She is a wife, mother, sister, aunt, friend, and lover of life, and she believes believes that life is meant to be lived well. Stay tuned and enjoy our conversation. Thanks and have a great day. Hey, Lisa. Hi. How are you? Amazing. That's good. How are you doing? I am on top of the world. It's Friday. Amen. <laughs> How was your it's, week? It was good. Um, my real job, mm-hmm. my real fake job <laughs> was... <laughs> I understand. <laughs> was challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was busy busy not challenging because I've been doing it a long time so mm-hmm. um not challenging but busy I understand well I guess I should introduce you to my listeners today on the show I brought my friend and Sora Lisa Cooley Thomas and I've known Lisa I guess this year when I joined the arts and letters committee we probably known each other mm-hmm. just in passing and chapter we meetings. probably have but we started right. I started working with the arts and letters committee of I know people always like she always got the deltas on the show because we are it uh, I mean <laughs> right duh. So she is a <laughs> member of Delta Sigma Theta, and she's a fellow educator, but she's a fellow writer. So I brought her on the show to talk about being an educator and a life coach and an author. So, but before we get to that, I want to allow her the opportunity to give us some background and a bio about who she is and where you're from. So let the people know who you are. Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so... I am um, the, my name is Lisa Cooley Thomas. Cooley mm-hmm. is my maiden name. I am the daughter of Archie Cooley, who is a um, football coach in the Black community. Um, he coached with the SWAC. So okay. I am from a lot of places. I never mm-hmm. really, um, I was born somewhere, obviously, but I was born in Laurel, Mississippi. So I'm a Mississippian, but I'm a Mississippi girl, but we moved a lot. So um, I don't know where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Mississippi. <laughs> That's good. Um, I have two girls, mm-hmm. 25 and 31. 
Wow. Yes. You don't look it at all. <laughs> it's some jeans, girl. Some jeans. Um, I have an amazing husband. We'll be uh, celebrating our 30th anniversary on Sunday. Oh, congratulations. That's yes. wonderful. Yes. That's what's up. Yeah. So you're also an educator. So how long have you been a, a teacher or educator? What do you do? I am an educational diagnostician. Bless you. <laughs> I was just telling someone today, my job is never boring. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot going on. So I evaluate, especially as students, and I meet with their parents and them students. I work in high school. So um, I meet with them to help them understand the process, help them understand what special ed is and help them navigate through that. Mm -hmm. um, I have been doing, I've been a diagnostician for 20 years Wow. Mm -hmm. and an educator for 28. Okay. So you're almost close to retirement. I am actually very close okay this yes tba <laughs> I, I get it i got it i keep telling people I, I got a couple a few at least two or three more years but it's closer than i thought <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but how did you end up in education why education was it always a dream or was it something that you chose or it chose you it chose me because um, I actually, uh, my all of my family members are my mother, my father, my brother, all educators. Mm. Um, and I was very opposed to that. So I got a degree in biology. I wanted to be a physical therapist. And then I got near the end and I thought, I don't know if I want to see people that are ailing every single day. I don't know if that's my jam. So <laughs> I so I floundered a little and I ended up working at a psychological um adolescent psychological facility. Okay. And I used to escort them every day to school mm -hmm. in the facility. And during that time I like I was like I love this. Like I could do what they're doing because essentially these students are, have some type of disability and I could do, like, I want to do this. So I became a special, ed special education teacher. Okay. But you're also a life coach. Did, did, mm -hmm. did that impact did being a teacher or being an educator in a sped uh, diagnostician did that impact your choice to go into life coaching actually the story behind the book and my journey there is what actually catapulted me into life coaching okay explain a little bit I was a whole mess so I needed some life coaching but I didn't I didn't know what that meant Mm -hmm. And and then I watched one of the wife, one of the housewives show shows. I believe it was Atlanta. Okay. And they all went. And um, because at first I thought 
I'll just go back to school and get like my doctorate in sociology Mm -hmm. or psychology or something like that. And then I saw where they went to this life coach and I was like, I don't know, I could do that. And it don't look really hard. It doesn't look like I have to have any more degrees than I already have. Let me find out what that is. So that's kind of how that would work. Okay. So what does it mean to be a life coach? Is it a therapist or what exactly is it? And why would someone need a life coach? So a life coach is just like a coach coach. Mm -hmm. So like when you're playing football, the coach um, navigates you toward your best player, like the best player you can be in the game, in the position you play in. Like Mm -hmm. if you're a wide receiver, they coach you to become the best wide receiver. Well, that's kind of what I do. I want to coach you to be the best fill in the blank you want to be, whether it be, I feel like life coaching is, that's why I don't um, say money, finance coach or different things because life is life. I think it encompasses encompasses it all. So um, however you want to show up in your life, I coach you or guide you in that direction. And it is the opposite of a therapist because the therapy is um, you have to uncover some things Mm -hmm. or dig deeper in order to discover what it is that kind of got you where you are. And a life coach takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Okay. Is it difficult to get people to start to uncover those things that they want to like put it like this and I kind of watched a video you did with I think her name was Kyra and you kind of stated something that I where I was like I felt that way before where you know what God wants you to be or what you want to be but inside you don't necessarily feel that way so that moved you to you know write the book and become Mm -hmm. a coach so is it difficult for you when you when your clients show up do how hard is it to get people to see that they are not aligned that's the word that you use yeah so Mm -hmm. it is very difficult okay um because usually people come to me prematurely Okay. They come to me looking for therapy. Okay. Or counseling. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it's kind of hard to understand what exactly a life coach is. And um, I think other communities kind of have a um, grasp of what it is, but I don't know if we necessarily have a grasp of what a life coach is mm-hmm. supposed to do for you. So they come to me prematurely when it's before they gone deep, before they, you know, dug in their treasure box to kind of figure out what it is at the core of them that's, you know, gotten them where they are. Mm -hmm. And they, most people need to go to therapy first. Okay. So I, I then have to, we spend some time together and then I say, you know, I would love to work with you after you go and unplug some of those you know faucets that are 
running, you know, because if you come to me and your, your um, need to release or mm -hmm. to um, let go of some things, and those are kind of things that we need to do prior to coming to me. And then we can kind of start a path or a journey toward where you really want to go. Okay. I don't know if I'm beating, um, like hammering this down, but I'm going to ask anyway. Mm -hmm. So what, what types of specific behaviors or thinking do you try to get people to transform? Cause you had this quote, it says coaching others through their transformational change, which involves making radical breakthroughs, paradigm shifts, and fostering positive beliefs mm -hmm. and changing behavior. So I'm like, what specific, you know, I'm just curious what specific behaviors might need to be changed or have you worked with others already on change? And I think that's a bit easier question. Oh yeah. I started with me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I started with me because, you know, thoughts become be beliefs. Yes. You know, when we when we think a certain way, that's kind of what we believe. And then the beliefs from the beliefs are born action. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see what a person thinks or, or believes about themselves or the world, kind of where they're sitting. Like how wherever they post it up, that's kind of what they believe and how they think, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing would be to um break some paradigm shifts you know like what is it that if you were to come I would say I would start off by why, why are you here mm -hmm. and you know a lot of people are like I just I don't know if I'm being the best me I don't know if I you know am doing all I'm supposed to do like I feel like I'm supposed to do more it's like okay so what does more look like mm -hmm. it's a lot of questions Okay. And then we keep going until we get to the crux or the core of how you think. Okay. How, okay. how you're currently thinking. All right. So I guess I, I'll move to what I really brought you on here for, because you recently published a book, the black girl magic handbook tips and tools for navigating the world. And you stated earlier that, your life motivated you to write the book in what way? Um, I, I was not aligned mm -hmm. with what I was trying to become. So I um, learned a lot about a relationship with God later in life. Mm -hmm. I know God. I knew, you know, I know who God is. I know what God means to me, I just didn't understand the relationship part. I didn't understand praying. I didn't understand a lot of things that a lot of people probably aren't brave enough to say. They didn't understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the Bible. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand any of that. And so um, I was uh, coming upon, I started going to this church and they were really introducing me to it, like what that all meant. And at the same time, I was over here, like, not being Black Girl Magic. Like, I was over here just kind of floundering around, just whatever, 
whatever I believed and thought, um, which is what I discovered later, is what I was doing and I was responding out of whatever I felt. Mm -hmm. Like whatever emotion was brought to the forefront, I just went with it. Whatever um, thing I was faced with, Mm -hmm. challenges or whatever, I just went with it. It's just, I was living life unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so why did you want to put that in book form? Like what made you write about it? Because there's so many of us. I I, I talk to people every day. I'm I'm very relational. Mm-hmm. I have so many um, pods of women that I, you know, talk to or commune with constantly. And it was constantly, I was being, I don't know, confronted with the same types of things I thought that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, do we have like something that we can go to and be like, like, this is for me. It's speaking to me. It's speaking my language. We don't because every book I was reading wasn't necessarily for me. Um, So I had to kind of translate, you know, for it to mean something to me. So that's kind of what I wanted to do. Translate all the things that I learned Mm -hmm. into language that women that look like me could read. I didn't buy it. Okay. So what's the book about? Is it like tips? Is it strategies? Like, I guess, give me kind of a summary of it. Are you giving, is it a narrative? What is it? It is a book full of tips on how to show up in the world. Okay. So it's just a different narrative Mm -hmm. than sometimes what we talk what we're taught like um that if we want to be this in life then there's then you have to go on this road okay. when i'm saying you know road don't matter mm-hmm. you know you you gotta be it's the steering wheel it's the steering wheel that matters it's like the person that's guiding you and the person that guides the guides you has to be whole and has to be vulnerable and trustworthy and um, filled with um, a self-possession that I want to teach you how to get. Okay. Okay. So it's more um, practical strategies that people can use when they are in searching for a way through life. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, it's just like like a little roadmap. It's not necessarily like um maps mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't like google maps. Tips. yeah yeah <laughs> tools for yeah. the toolbox yeah, yeah. exactly exactly because sometimes yeah. one tool works in certain situations that you need a different tool you That's do and, and and so my whole like my whole point was like fill your toolbox up yes you know what i'm saying so you whenever you whenever you need to fix something or something needs to be repaired, mm-hmm. you got it in your toolbox mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Listen, that's what's yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So why the title Black Girl Magic? Black so, Girl Magic. So, because it's for the Black girls. Amen. 
because because even even to like the way I was I I spoke in the book, mm-hmm. like a lot of people say I can hear you talking, like I can hear what I'm reading this. This is I can hear your voice because I need you to know Earthling. <laughs> Earthling, and we know what you mean. Earthling, and you know <laughs> what I mean, right? <laughs> Okay. So what was your they writing did. process like? Like, how did you get started? How long did it take? You know, did you write the music or did it take, did you do a little bit of time or did you go straight through? Talk to me about that. Oh my gosh. Very unconventional. I'm so okay. sure. I wrote stuff in my notes, in my phone. Mm-hmm. So whenever I would come, I had a basis. Like I already, I always had a basis and I was like, I want to write a book. I want to mm-hmm. use everything. I want to take everything that's in my head that I think. So I'm a heavy thinker mm-hmm. and I want to put it in book form. So I just started like with a base. And then as we would go, as I would go, and I would come in contact with different situations, I would say, oh, like this, this needs to be in there. Okay. Like this right here mm-hmm. needs to go in there. And so I would do a subtitle. And so in the book, there are many subtitles and um, that make up each section. Mm-hmm. So I would write down each subtitle just as I would, just lackadaisically. And then I would go back and expound on each one when I, um, okay. and it took me, took me a long time. I understand. <laughs> a long time, months. Years. Mm-hmm. I understand. When you're balancing a full-time job, it, it gets hard. <laughs> yeah. And I really, like, really and seriously, it, writing a book was, it sounded really good, theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know until I said, you know, okay to the editor Mm -hmm. and I thought it was really a real possibility Mm -hmm. like a a a book you know what I mean Mm -hmm. with my name on it that's Mm -hmm. crazy but you wrote two other books you've written I'm speaking and daughters of promise and one of them I I can't I couldn't find that in my research I was trying to figure out which one it was but I know they said you're a best-selling author so, I mean, you've done it before. So with those, though, uh-huh. I was not the only one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it, my name not on the front. <laughs> <laughs> and my picture on the back. <laughs> Just, so, It's yeah. a different kind of pressure, huh? <laughs> but I will tell you, when I did collaborate with those women, I did realize, oh, mm-hmm. this is possible. So what are those two books about? So those are a combination of um, a collaboration of stories Mm -hmm. of of how God um, brought each one of us through a very trying situation Mm -hmm. and how that looked. So um, it could be financial. It could be it could have been relational. It could have been um, spiritual. Mm -hmm. But each one of us had a different journey and mm-hmm. and a way that God kind of navigated us through just his word and his presence 
navigated us through that. So when women read your book, what do books, not just Black Girl Magic, but your other two books as well, because you are a contributing author to those books. Mm -hmm. When Mm -hmm. they read your work, what do you want them to walk away feeling? I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel like, I want them to know that everything you need is literally inside of you. Mm -hmm. That's how we're made. That's how we're created. And all you have to do, and it doesn't seem, I mean, I'm putting it simply, but it's the hardest part. All you have to do is tap in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but how would you respond to someone who might question the value of, especially the Black Girl Magic Handbook? They might question the value of that book because it's written for Black girls specifically and not necessarily white girls or non-black girls what would you say or how would you respond I would say that's not true because my husband read it Mm -hmm. and he's forever quoting from it (laughs) especially when we have a disagreement he'll tell me (laughs) what black girl magic said um I have I have non-black co-workers Mm -hmm. that supported me by buying the book and it ended up they were very very blessed by it okay. so I would challenge you know read it mm-hmm. you, you, I, the, those the tools in there are specifically for black girls because that's who I wrote it for mm-hmm. that's my audience but it's not just um, not more than black girls can glean from it I love it. I'm gonna circle back a little bit to your writing process. What did you enjoy okay. most about it? Oh my gosh. I love reading it back. <laughs> so that was my favorite part. And I still dig it today. Like mm-hmm. I'll go to get my get a pedicure or something, and I will take the book. And I will read and I'm like, this is good. <laughs> so I like I like reading it back. Um, but the the process itself, I think my favorite part was this the stories that accompanied each subtitle. So with each tool, you got a example okay. of what it looks like in action. Okay. So I think that was my favorite part, like thinking of an example or how I can apply this in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what was the most challenging thing? Finishing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing because you know. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I can I can testify. Yes. Finishing. It was the favorite. It was and and sometimes I would um, come to a point where I didn't know what I wanted to say mm-hmm. or I could not hone in on one story mm-hmm. that I wanted to use as an example perhaps and then that would stall the process yeah I could put it down for weeks you know that was hard totally understand that yeah so it's the black girl magic handbook tips and tools for navigating the world 
what's one tip you think black girls need to know to be successful or to navigate the world? Um, I think to like clean up your insides and like learn a lot more about who you are and not have to, um, the more you know who you are, good, bad, indifferent. We think like, if I go, if I visit the, the, the not so good parts about me, I don't mm -hmm. know how refreshing that is, but it's really refreshing because you know then this is who I am or this is what I need. You need to work on that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but either way, you're empowered. Mm -hmm. Just to know who you are, just um, stop allowing like old narratives to run your life. Um, I was, you know... I didn't feel loved in my house. I didn't, okay, okay. And you are so brave to go through that and still be here today to tell the story. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Like, what is, your what is your new narrative? Your story doesn't have to be anything that you've experienced that's not pleasant. I was telling one of my friends recently and I'll keep it short because I don't want to. She'd be like, you're talking about me. But we were talking and I was like, uh, you want a certain life, but you, you're not willing to do the work to get it. And I say a lot of times, and I had to learn this myself. We feel, and I learned it through therapy. Yeah. We view life as something happening to us versus what we do to make it. Life is an experience. And so if you want certain things, you have to go out and make those things happen. And I think that's what your book's goal is. Like, if you want this lifestyle, you want these experiences, get outside yourself, do something different and make that happen. Be Black Girl Magic. Yes, we are born magical. This melanin is great. What? But we also work to be magic. We work to be, be great and be excellent. There's levels to it. Yes, there indeed. is levels to it, and um, I um, was tell I was telling someone to the other day, like I I choose to experience things this way, mm -hmm. and when I said it that way, it was purposeful mm -hmm. because that means that I don't I don't identify with your way of doing it. Yeah, I choose to experience this thing this way. this way yeah and it's because I know myself mm -hmm. I know what I want I know that my ultimate goal is peace that's my goal and that doesn't look peaceful so then I <laughs> that looks opposite of peaceful so <laughs> I want to live live life you know on my own terms but in order to know that I had to know what my terms are yeah yeah. Okay. I love it. How does it feel to be a best-selling author? <sighs> I do not. So <laughs> this is the thing. Okay. I am real big on um humbleness mm -hmm. and I am very uh I, I don't know if I like look at it that way. 
like a a holistic way. I I look at it as I wrote a book. I'm very proud of that. Um, Best-selling. It's so good to see that and Mm -hmm. know that. Um, And hopefully it can inspire. Mm -hmm. It can continue to inspire me and and inspire others other people that see you know this girl looks just like me I could do this too um but I don't know if I like body into the whole listen let it happen to me I'm clowning (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna act a fool like Martin (laughs) we about to blow up (laughs) I get it though I do understand (laughs) So where would you like to see your writing career go? What's next for you in the future? Got any other books planned? What do you want to do? I I have I've been talking a lot about relationships and I that is a big part of my journey. Mm-hmm. Because my relationship, um, I was taught I saw really involved relationships growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of mimicked that the relationship being a center of my life Mm -hmm. which had me in a whole mess okay like the relationship with everything the world yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I was hyper focused on it and I had to really 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 uncover some things about why I felt that way and I had to change Mm -hmm. how that looked and um, I I came away with a lot of um, jewels like there's no no one put here on this earth with you in mind like another person mm-hmm. there's no one here to make you happy oh yeah there's there's no one assigned to you there you, you have soulmates and I believe he's mine and all of that but he's not assigned to make me happy mm-hmm. that's that's a me job Mm-hmm. and yeah I can go on forever about that but I think relationships is a is a big thing because I I too think I from talking to my people mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know if we see healthy relationships enough mm-hmm. so I don't know if we know how to navigate through relationships especially when they're difficult Mm. yeah I would totally agree I think the only and I'm not it was healthy from what I saw as I got older I talked to my aunt she was like girl it's harder than you think and that Mm -hmm. was my aunt she was in California hundreds of miles away and they were married for 60 something years but when I got a chance to talk to her I'm like in my mind, I'm like, they're the greatest couple there, you know, before yeah. Barack and Michelle, they were Barack and Michelle. But as you get older, you realize healthy relationships take a lot of work. It's not Instagram photos or yeah. back then we wanted the picture perfect wedding. And like you said, uh-huh. the relationship is the center. And then one of the realignments I had to do was you know, of course, as you're single, 
people are like, you should be married. Why aren't you married? When are you going to get married? So you're thinking that's the ultimate goal. And right. one day, just through work and church and therapy, I'm like, okay, so what happens after you, you get married? That's not the end. It's a whole bunch of <laughs> that's other That's the beginning. Stuff. Yeah. So I just refocused. And now people are like, why aren't you married? I don't want to be. I'm tired. <laughs> you know because that ain't my ministry. Right. I may never get married. Doesn't mean I stop living my life. Do I want to? Yes. But I want it to be, like you said, healthy. And who are those healthy examples? Because then the yes. minute we start seeing, oh, they're the couple to, to look up to, that's a healthy example. It's like, oh, they're getting divorced. It's like, oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And your whole world is rock like yeah. the world. If they can't make it, I, no one has a chance. <laughs> That's a, that'll be a good book. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, like healthy healthy marriages start with healthy individuals. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, yeah. indeed. And both people have to be willing to do the work to get help. Their own, their own. <laughs> yes, yes. Like nobody can. This is not a. What is that? What we have um, in college where you can like do somebody else's work like what, <laughs> what Ooh. um not a graduate this, assistant this is a this is a uh self <laughs> this this is a soliloquy you <laughs> you gotta do this alone <laughs> you have to do this alone like and you can't even yeah okay i i, I could go on I can't wait for that book. <laughs> that, listen, then when you be, that one becomes a bestseller. Well, first, Black Girl Magic is that one. Yes. You've got to own and walk in your Black Girl Magic bestsellerness and yes. be talking about it. <laughs> I'll do it then. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming. Before we get out of here, I always ask these little silly questions. So I got a couple of wrap up questions, then I'll let you go and get off the phone. So it's either or you just pick one of the Costco or Sam's. Costco. Okay. Target or Walmart? Target. <laughs> Marvel or DC? Uh Marvel. <laughs> you like, I don't know. <laughs> Marvel, okay. Marvel. Okay. <laughs> Who are your top five R&B singers? Um, Erica <laughs> Badu. Okay. Uh, Keith Sweat. Okay. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Can't go wrong. Jill Scott. Uh, Legacy. Listen, this is why we get along. All f top five are, are bangers. Bing, 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 bing. All right. Okay. When you think of your life, what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want your legacy to be? Inspired. I want to be, I want to, I want to inspire someone. I want to, um, even if it's, my, if it's my own children, you know, especially my own children. Um, I want to be inspiring okay. i wanted to have add value to someone's life oh i like that 
Okay. Thank well, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you so much for doing this for me. Where can people find you? Amazon. Amazon. Um, oh, the book or me? You and the book. Because we want okay. purchases. For those of y'all listening, y'all need to make sure y'all purchase a copy. But you also follow her on social media. So where can they find you and the book? I am Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic, I am. My daughter made it. So can you tell? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Black Girl Magic, I am. Okay. All righty then. Well, thank you and have a good day. You too. Thank you. Well, that's it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Tracy J. Cass. You can find me on Facebook at Author Tracy J. Cass. Be sure to visit my web website, TracyJCast.com, and sign up for my newsletter to get exclusive content. Also, make sure to subscribe, share with a friend, and give me a five-star review. That's it. See you all next week. Have a great day.